Welcome to Kick-Ass Radio, hosted by Joe Sainsbury, founder of Kick-Ass Women. Join Joe over the next hour as she shares stories and conversations that are both inspiring and empowering. Having spent over 30 years in the corporate sector, Joe Sainsbury kicked off her heels and became a coal train driver working in the rail and mining industry. It has been her goal ever since to empower and support women who are considering a career change into an industry role, making the transition as smooth as possible. Joe is a walking, talking success story of how taking the plunge into industry can open up a world of opportunity. And you can do it too. If you're a woman working in industry or considering a career change, this is the radio station for you. Let's get into this episode of Kick-Ass Radio. Hey there, Glowgetters. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Radio show. Firstly, I wanted to say uh, thank you to everyone that answered the shout-out to be a guest on the Kick-Ass Radio show. We have been absolutely inundated with interested ladies, so um, bear with us as we work out uh, a schedule over the weekend that we can um, get you all on board and um, share your stories with us. Okay, so this week on the show, um, I come up with the topic because I come across a TEDx talk uh, that talked about uh, masculine energy versus female energy, and it got me thinking how we can relate that into our everyday lives, let alone just like spiritually. So we're going to deep dive a little spiritually here today um so as i was saying it was it was working out our masculine energy versus our feminine energy and how we relate that so with the tedx um talk it was by michelle miller and it's not new but it's new to me and it's called we need to restore femininity so after you listen to the show today you can go over to youtube and just type in michelle miller ted uh, ted talk we need to restore femininity and it'll come right up and you can watch it. It's not that long. And what I learned from the TED Talk was a different way of explaining masculine and feminine energy. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So you are listening to the Kick-Ass Radio Show, Kickstart, where we talk about all things women working in non-traditional roles in varied male-dominated industries and I tell you how it is. Like we said, today is masculine energy versus feminine energy. And I hope we can keep you in good company over the coming hour and we can share lots of insights with you. A big shout out to all the women working out on track and on site today. May you stay safe and return home at the end of the shift and have a great shift. And also this might be a good time to warn that today's show may and does contain some adult language. So let's get into it. So as I was talking uh, about the TEDx talk from Michelle Miller, um, it, it's an energy that I want to talk to you uh, with you and sort of apply uh, it to my tools with the thought work here. Because typically when we hear masculine energy and feminine energy, it relates to, to me and women in heterosexual uh, relationships. That's where I've heard it talked about most, of course. But I wanted, what I want to do is take a much different approach to it today. So I'm not talking about what sex you are, what gender you are. I'm not talking about how you identify. I'm talking about all healthy humans who feel emotions, have masculine energy and feminine energy. 
Now, I'm actually not even going to talk about it with respect to relationships. There are lots of other good podcasts and you can search the topic in your podcast app and episodes will come up everywhere. And I know that because I did that when I was looking for more research on the show topic today. So I want to talk about it in a very different way. I want to talk about it as it relates to anything we do in our lives. So when I'm talking about masculine energy, I'm talking about focusing on the results. I'm talking about having goals and being competitive and having the drive and ambition. Just overall, whatever you're doing, you're focusing on the result. That's like the masculine energy. The feminine is completely the opposite. It doesn't focus on the result. It focuses on the experience. So it's about the flow. It's about being. It's about creativity and having space. So I want to go through some examples with you and show you how you can do different things in masculine and feminine energy. Now, it's going to depend on how you're thinking about it that it's going to drive that emotion. So let's take decluttering, for example. Now, we're channeling Marie Kondo here. Um, if you declutter because you enjoy the process of removing items from your home, that is decluttering for the feminine energy. If you declutter because you show how you can do different things in masculine and feminine energy, sorry, if you want a specific result of looking at it in a certain way, having a certain amount of items, you know, whether it be uh, colour-coded or size um, in on size order, whatever the result of the decluttering, then that is decluttering from masculine energy. So let's say you do your hair and makeup every morning. I don't anymore. Uh, if you do your hair and makeup every morning because you are going to be on a Zoom video, like we are here now, and or actually StreamYard, um, you think that it looks best when your hair and your makeup are done, then that is you doing your hair and makeup for the result. So that's for the masculine energy. You're looking for a result. If you do your hair and makeup in the morning because you enjoy the process, you're taking care of yourself and you're doing your hair and makeup. Um, so when, when you're venturing out, that's doing it for the feminine energy. Now, I love the example of a gym group workout. So I have two really good workouts that I can give you examples of. One I do for feminine energy and the one is done for masculine energy. So taking a cardio class, if you really love cardio, it's in the feminine. You do it because you enjoy the experience of it. So for me, if I go take a spin class or any other cardio class, I do it because I enjoy how I'm moving in that class. That's from my feminine energy. Contrast that, if I engage a personal uh, trainer at the gym and I work with them in that class, that's from my feminine energy. Uh, sorry, that's simply because I need to build more muscle and get stronger. That's doing it from my masculine, sorry, because I want a result. Okay, think about growing up and your accomplishments and going to school and going to uni, if you did, and taking classes. So most of the time we're doing it for the result. Now, some of the time we do it just for the experience. Let's say you're an adult and you want to take a class on how to cook or you want to take a photography class or you just want to take a, a class at your local college to learn more about I don't know, technology, bookkeeping, whatever. If you're doing it just because you want to enjoy the experience of learning, then that's from the feminine. For most of us, we go to uni for nursing, uh, to be a teacher, to study accounting, law or medical because we want the result. 
It's not because we enjoy reading hundreds of pages every week of textbooks. I don't think so. It's because, no, you want to be a nurse, you want to be an accountant, you want to be an engineer, you want to be a lawyer or a doctor. So my masculine energy really helped me achieve and accomplish, very likely uh, yours has as well. The feminine energy is what helps you enjoy the experience of it. Now, you can think about your job in this way as well. So a company always hires employees for results. That's it. And I remember I learned this when I took a leadership course last year, and I love that program. Now, my coach said most people will make mistakes, and we all know that. We all do. They'll keep people on because they like them or for some other reason they don't want to um, give them the boot or fire them. But really, every single company functions best when people are hired and let go purely based on results because that's what keeps a company going. So think about your job. Think about you've been hired to provide a result to the company wherever you work. However, even though this is true, it doesn't mean that's the only purpose you can have in your job. You can bring in the feminine flow and experience it in your job. And that's what we want to see you, experience the passion and the, the love of your job. So let's say that you're a teacher. Your success is going to be measured by certain metrics that the education board or the principal has established. Maybe it also has to do with the schools being measured based on standardised test rates. Um, we know that's a big thing here in Australia with the NAPLAN. Now, I know that's a big topic. So there's lots of other metrics, um, but it's very measurable, okay? So that's the achievement masculine energy part of it. Now, you can also love teaching and you can love reading to the kids and whatever else you do during, during your teaching um, job. So you can have both, but just notice that they are different. So when you're in your masculine, it's very measurable and we can measure it. The feminine is not measurable. So what I've noticed is that our culture and society is really heavily geared towards the masculine. And I think that's pretty much all the way around the world. I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing, but I think this is where innovation and success and achievement and organisation and responsibility comes in. Like I think that's where it all comes from. I know personally without these things, without cultivating this masculine energy, I wouldn't have become a train driver, nor would I have built a very, you know, successful business with kick-ass women. So the masculine is so needed. But the problem is that you can focus so heavily on that masculine energy that you get internally off balance because you end up chasing goals and results. And you can get sort of into a hurry about it and you can want the next one and the next one and the next one, almost like it's a drug because it's this dopamine hit, right? That's why we like goals and we like achieving them. So if you are a high achiever and you love to set a good goal, what I want to offer you is that it might be time for you to do uh, more of the opposite, and that's it's about enjoying your life. It's how do you bring in more of the fun and creativity and joy and give yourself permission to feel that way. So you make it less about the masculine and more about the feminine. And what I want to encourage you to do is think about the energies and think about being in balance. 
So I always think uh, external balance is uh, sort of a lie. We're not going to work 40 hours a week, sleep 40 hours a week, work out of hours, uh, work out, you know, in the gym for 40 hours a week. Like we're not trying to have everything equal externally, but you want to allot the right amount of time to each activity. So you might decide five hours a week of working out is enough. For me, um, that's, you know, that would be more than sufficient to achieve my health goals and for me to feel good. Okay, so what I want you to think about for this show and this topic is being out of balance internally. I think internal balance is super important. I think that if you are internally out of balance with the feminine and the masculine, you'll end up having problems not only in your job but in your personal life. So if you have too much masculine energy and not enough feminine, you end up in the bad kind of stress. Now, like stress, that doesn't go away. You'll probably have too much anxiety to kind of manage. You'll probably feel like you've, you're never satisfied and you're always looking for the next, you know, the next big thing or the next goal. And you won't have a lot of space to handle challenges that do arise because everything is so measured and packed in that you haven't created that space. And you'll probably also, now this is one of the biggest signs, I think, have trouble relaxing and having fun. So I've done this in my life. I've been way too far into the masculine energy and it was such an eye-opener for me. So as I've done this work over the last um, couple of months and probably over the last year, it's made such a difference in my life. I'm just more present in what I'm doing. I know when to kind of call on each and when to use the different energies. It has made my life so much better, I would say, and predictable. It's not like I'm thinking that the next goal is going to create more joy. I can set a goal if I want to, but also I can do these other things just for pleasure, just for enjoyment, just for the, you know, the sheer pleasure of, of life. So some of you will know last year I started meditating. I got introduced to the woo-woo. And I took more time to read. And because of that, um, you know, particularly in COVID and uh, lockdown, we only had a little bit of lockdown, fortunately. So it was an excellent um, energy to create and get into the feminine side of that where the woo-woo does work. (laughs) So everyone had to get a little creative with their activities in COVID, and they still are. But I wanted to do things from a place of that feminine energy. So I took a meditation class. Now, my meditation class was amazing. Meditating, sitting in 10 minutes of silence every day, cultivating that feminine energy so that I felt more in balance with the masculine, which I had cultivated so much of just over the course of my life in being a high achiever and pushed to pursue goals and achieve which I think is amazing, but for me, I want to bring in more of that feminine. So if you have too much feminine, though, it will likely manifest in being disorganised and all over the place and not taking responsibility for your own life. A very specific example would be not taking responsibility for your finances, say, sort of having this irresponsible approach where you really don't ever look at outcomes or goals or results. Maybe you're always acting from your emotions, from a place of that primitive state and not using logic. So logic is very masculine and then your emotions are more feminine. So it's noticing, okay, am I off balance in either of those? Have I seen a lot of women, um, sorry, I've seen a lot of women who I've 
um, been guiding in wanting to change their careers or their industries. And they haven't been able to do it because they are very focused in channeling their feminine and not willing to go into bringing some of that masculine in, in like being driven to get a result and forcing that change. So a change in, in, a change in career or getting tongue-tied. So a change in career is like an ecosystem. It's a structure. So there has to be organisation, responsibility and results, of course. Now, that does not mean that you cannot bring in the feminine. Of course, you want to enjoy it and love it and have fun, but your career is very results-focused. So you just want to notice if you have too much of the feminine or too much of the masculine based on what you want to create in your life. Are we deep? <laughs> okay, let's hear a quick word from one of the show's sponsors and we'll be back to continue. Hey, Glowgetters. Have you heard about Kick-Ass Women? Founded by Joe Sainsbury, Kick-Ass Women is dedicated to empowering and supporting women who are considering a career change into an industry role. Visit our brand new website at www.kickasswomen.com.au or follow Kick-Ass Women on Facebook and LinkedIn today to keep up to date with all things Kick-Ass Women and the incredible opportunities and content we have for you. See you there, Glowgetters. Okay, so thanks for tuning back in. So now, as I said, it, it was going to get a little deep today. So what I want to encourage you to do is bring in more of what you think you're lacking. So I work with a lot of high achievers, so that will be bringing in more of the, the feminine with them. Now, I think that one of the easiest ways to do this is to kind of put your mind in the headspace of whatever it is that you're missing. So, for example, if you join the Kick-Ass Women Community Facebook group this month, you're going to get a course and a resource, uh, lots of resource materials on exactly how to use these tools to really live life more fully and more enjoyably. And I think there's something to be said about being around other people, other women who are doing this work as well, because you're going to be able to connect with them, just humans. It's easy to pick up on what, a, what other people are thinking and feeling. We mirror people. So by getting around to other people who are doing this work, you're really going to help yourself kind of get internally balanced just by being around that whole that whole atmosphere and others wanting to do the same. So I wanted to give you some activities to try for each the masculine and the feminine energies. But remember, you can do um, anything with any underlying emotion. So have a think about it before you, you set the task in place. So I have cooking listed as a feminine energy because you can really get into the flow of that. But if you say, okay, I need to cook one new recipe a week or I need to cook dinner every single night, that's very masculine because it's very goal-orientated and very targeted. So I want you to think about the what energy you're motivated to take action by. So for me, I really enjoy cooking when I'm in the feminine and I love cooking one recipe at a time and doesn't matter if I make mistakes and because I'll try it again and again and I'll experiment, but I really get into the flow with it. And I like it so much more than doing cooking from a place of masculine energy where I have to have a goal and it feels very forced to me. Like I don't enjoy cooking when I do it that way. And that's usually when things go wrong. So other feminine activities would be any sort of movement that you do just to enjoy it. Walking or exercising or being the most obvious one. So other activities would be maybe swimming or meditation, like we said before. If there's anything that you can think of that you just enjoy, whether it's riding or gardening, 
anything else you enjoy just for the fun of it, that's doing it from the feminine energy. Now, let's say you take a floral art class. You love flowers so much. I'm actually doing a Christmas floral art course next month. Um, just thought I'd share that with you. Anyways, you decide you want to bring in some masculine and set a goal for yourself. Now, that is not a problem at all. You can absolutely do it. I think the key is to have awareness of it. Like you could say, okay, my goal is to have and work with 10 different flowers in my arrangement or something similar like that, maybe colours, a combination of, you know, a variety of colours in the arrangement. That would be bringing in the masculine of it. Flowers and gardening is just for fun and seeing how it goes without any goal tied to it would be the feminine energy. So you can certainly combine them and I just want to encourage you to be aware of each of those because when we get internally off balance and we're too weighted in a masculine or feminine energy, that's where we sort of have problems show up. So masculine activities, if you need to get a little bit more into your masculine, would be to set more goals to get organised, to choose specific things to focus on every day, to work on your time management and calendaring and specifically managing your finances and taking responsibility for all of that. Now, all things that I think are very worth cultivating and I have done an amazing job over the last, let's say, 10 years of my life cultivating my masculine energy and setting the goals, reaching them. Now, I've also just loved the last year or so getting into my feminine. You know, I love to ride my bike. I've grown to appreciate meditation. I like cooking from the feminine. I like going on walks and reading lots of books, lots of books and um, lots of other things. So what I just want to encourage you to do is think about what you really enjoy and do more of that. Sometimes it can sound a little bit like cliche, but I think that we focus so much on goals and goal setting that sometimes we can take away the fun of it when really the whole point is just for fun. So neither is good nor bad, and it's not that you you want to be all in the feminine or all in the masculine. It's not, it's not that there is a right way or a wrong way. So regardless of your sex, your gender, you just want to notice internal if you are out of balance with the masculine and the feminine energy. You might not notice that you're enjoying parts of your life and um, like maybe it's your job or your relationship because you're too far weighted in one or the other. And if you feel too controlling and like you're forcing it, you could be too far into the masculine. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that manner um, when they're in that particular stage of their careers or their jobs, they're just not happy anymore. Um, so what you want to do is bring in some of that femininity, find enjoyment in it again. And that will help you solve the problem, basically. So think about where you are in your life. What phase you're at. If you're in uni or studying, this might be the season where you want to cultivate more of that masculine energy. But you might find that, okay, since I'm so in the masculine, Monday through to Friday, Friday nights or Saturday mornings, I want to make sure that I'm bringing in the feminine. I want to go on walks or go to the gym or do something I really just enjoy without a goal attached to it. Or conversely, if you're someone who's in the feminine so much, you might want to focus on bringing in some of that focus and drive and determination and goal setting so that you bring in more of the masculine. So whatever stage of life you're in, you have this internal balance to the extent possible. And no matter what, that you're at the least aware of. 
you're aware, oh, yeah, this is me and my masculine and I want to be. This is me and my feminine and I want to be. And how you can kind of move through life using both. And I think this is a really big game changer for most people. It was a really big game changer for me and I love this work. It's something I'm pretty passionate about right now. So if you're not in the Kick-Ass Women Facebook community group yet, I invite you to join us. Join our amazing Kick-Ass community of women and deepen your own personal development. So head on over to Kick-Ass Women Australia on Facebook and join up. Okay, let's hear from another one of our show's sponsors and we'll be back to have a bit more of a chat on uh, in our Take 5 and we'll see what else we can find about it. Hi, Glow Getters. We're Brenjo's Earth Moving, a professional earth moving business specialising in a range of infrastructure works across a variety of industries, located in Mackay, Queensland. Here at Brenjo's, we're a family owned company backed by an incredible team. We've seen firsthand the incredible benefits that come from promoting and supporting a diverse workplace. We're so proud to be sponsoring Kick Ass Radio and Kick Ass Women's Mission to support women entering into non traditional roles and careers. Okay, so. With our take five, uh, each of us has, like we said, two energies within themselves, the masculine and the feminine. Now, the masculine energy makes us strong, confident and independent. It helps us to operate in the outer world. The feminine energy, on the other hand, makes us creative and intuitive. It helps us love and connect with others. And while the two energies are essential for most of us, one of these energies is usually stronger than the other. Now, like we said, this can create some issues. So if you have more of the masculine energy, you might find it hard to stop working and let go of control. On the other hand, if you have more of the feminine energy, you might struggle to make decisions and get things done. But this has nothing to do with your biological sex, like we said earlier. You can be a woman with strong masculine energy as you can be a man with strong feminine energy. So why do we need to balance? Being balanced makes you a better person. Most people share the same approach in life. They play to their strengths. However, strengths are only strengths when used in moderation. Without balance, they become counterproductive. So how does imbalance affect your life? Too much feminine equals depressed. Feminine strength people who only rely on their feminine energy can get lost in their feelings and in life in general. They either become party people who are only living in the moment and having fun or they become uh, entirely introverted. They become stuck in victim mode because they lack the masculine energy responsible for action and structure. And in both cases, they slowly become depressed. So when we have too much masculine energy, that equals burnout. Now, when masculine strength people let only their masculine energy run the show, they become incredibly productive and successful, but they also lead very empty lives. So we need our feminine energy to love and care for ourselves and others. Without it, masculine strength people find themselves burnt out and cut off from people, which particularly happens in in jobs. So um, like we said, usually one of the energies is dominant. And you might recall a friend who is male, but he doesn't struggle to express his feelings or contrary, you know, a female friend who has the go and get go and get mindset, which is based on the masculine energy. So hence, a man and a woman can be predominantly feminine or masculine. So with, um, like we said, 
the feminine energy is flowing and dynamic. Her moves can't be predicted or always explained with the rational mind. She is unrestricted by the social norms because she doesn't follow any rules other than guidance coming from her heart. So the core of feminine energy is creation, okay? Unlike the masculine energy, the feminine energy doesn't need to apply a 10-step manifestation. She just takes on the frequency of which she wishes to experience and then she attracts like a magnet. So nothing can resist her magnetising nature and thus it must be her. So that's our feminine energy. It doesn't need to get out of the world to get it. It comes directly to you. It's attracted to you. And the feminine strength comes from inside, knowing who you are. The feminine energy doesn't fear to, you know, descend into the shadows. So the feminine energy can see possibilities that are invisible to the structured masculine energy. And thus you can create opportunities that are in contradiction to logic and have been previously impossible. So when a man or woman creates from their feminine energy, they tap into their intuition and they, you know, receive the guidance from, from, from your gut. That's it. Your intuition, your gut. Um, so what about the masculine energy? We'll go back to that. It's stable and more predictable. Its strengths are willpower, clarity and focus. You know, that's what we're saying. When you set goals, you set targets, you need the strength to complete them, take carry them out, complete them. You need the willpower to stick to it. You need clarity and you need the focus, definitely. So the masculine energy likes to create structures and rules so it knows how to apply the logic correctly. And another way to look at uh, the masculine energy is as knowledge, whereas the feminine is knowing. The knowledge is static with precise dimensions and exact design. So while knowing is forever changing, it's not a level of knowledge to be achieved because once you get there, it opens new possibilities and it inspires you to grow further. So the pure masculine energy has the gift of clarity. So it knows what it needs to be done to achieve something. No confusion or lack of direction blinds the masculine energy because it can cut with its sort of knowledge through any unclarity. It is the master of planning and laying out the guidelines that are based on logic and experience. And the masculine energy is protective. Like it can, it can smell danger from afar and make sure nothing threatens, you know, that focus. So since clarity and focus are one of the greatest gifts of masculine energy, it's brutally honest. It doesn't want to buy likeness and it doesn't care what others think because it stands up for the right things. Um, and that's another jewel of masculine energy is righteousness. The masculine energy does the right thing even if it means more hardship for themselves. Uh, it doesn't raise one side over another because it is righteous. So the masculine energy thinks in a linear mode. It knows that to achieve C, it needs to go from A to B first. And it usually follows the plan. But when the plan is in contradiction to its beliefs, it's able, you're able to create a new plan and that reflects your values. You continue on. So our um, safety affirmation, which I found it was quite relevant, was for real change, we need feminine energy in the management of the world. We need a critical number of women in positions of power, but we also need to nurture the feminine energy in men which we do, they need to have that softer side and creativity side coming out. So we need to, uh, well, hopefully I've 
I've introduced you to the difference between the masculine and the feminine energy. And we can uh, relate that to what happens in our daily lives, in our tasks that we set, in our actions that we do, uh, in our goals. And um, while the two energies are essential, for most of us, as we said, one is usually stronger than the other. So what's in your strength energy? Um, you can find out, you know, how whether or not that's your dominant side um, by how you do things and how you apply yourself. Um, and if you're very, like I said, if you're very goal-orientated and um, focus-driven, you are showing more of your masculine energy. So women with too much um, masculine energy, so we want to tell if you show more masculine or female energy, that um, I just lost my train of thought there. Oh, so, yeah, so you know when you're showing too much feminine energy, when you are sacrificing your truth, possibly even allowing yourself to be taken advantage of. So, for example, someone asks you to do something that you know isn't what you want, but you keep your mouth shut and don't say anything because you don't want to hurt them and you want to be accepted by them. You say yes to their request when you really want to say no or you go along to get along with a person or a group of people and you sacrifice what is true for you. And there are also times when you put on a happy face and pretend that it's okay when you really are, especially over time, seething inside. You tell yourself, I should have said no from the very beginning. Look what I've got myself into. And this is quite dangerous to live this way, especially in uh, relationships, in friendships. Your feminine energy is not working in your favour because it needs to be balanced and contained with the masculine energy. So setting healthy boundaries for yourself. You need to set the healthy boundaries. Your masculine energy would be, in this case, your protector. It would be assertive and give you the courage to speak your truth and say, thanks, but no thank you, or that doesn't work for me. It's not a matter of masculine or feminine. You need a balance of both. When they work together, you create a more harmonious life for yourself and you know when to move forward, when to step back and when to stay still in life situations. So even as a woman, masculine energy is important to have but in balance. So um, super mum or super wife, with your masculine and your feminine energies. Though it is changing, culturally we have praised super mum or super wife. You would think a super mum is an expression of an abundance of feminine energy, but she is expressing too much masculine energy. And these women don't know the fine art of slowing down and taking care of themselves. Their focus is outward, it's masculine, toward the other members of the family. And these types of women typically don't take time to slow down go inward and tap into the self-nurturing energies of exploring their own world. Their attention is so focused on others' wants and needs. They have enough time, they have a tough time, sorry, tapping into their own. So if they were to slow down, they would be faced with having to feel, getting in touch with themselves. What they might find could be uncomfortable feelings such as boredom, fear, anxiety, worry or frustration, to name just a few. And many of us are like this. 
Our culture has conditioned us to run from those feelings by going, 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 by creating a super busy lifestyle when we are doing, doing, doing. The feminine is about being, being rather than doing. So they're just some examples of where your masculine and feminine energies are out of balance and not being expressed in a healthy way. So which energy, masculine or feminine, do you need to cultivate more of? And how does that look in your life to bring both into balance? What do you need more of? More doing or more being? More trusting in the process and allowing or more asserting yourself, speaking your truth and creating healthy boundaries? Life is a dance. Relationships, friendships, they're all a dance. The interplay with others is a delicate, ever-changing process. So becoming more aware of how you express your feminine and masculine energies is important for good relating. Knowing how to express these energies in healthy ways is crucial for creating your best in life. Now, I know that was pretty deep and hopefully we got a little bit of clarity out of it. Um, That's it, guys. That's all I've got for today. I hope the information was helpful and valuable and it gives you something to ponder over the weekend. So out of the episode, um, hopefully we got how masculine energy has helped um, achieve and accomplish goals for yourself and what can happen if you have too much masculine energy and not enough feminine energy and how to recognise when you're operating from your masculine or your feminine energy and why internal balance is so important, what it looks like if you have too much of one of these energies and how to create more balance. As always, I really appreciate you guys giving me your time to listen to this radio show. You can find more out, more information on the episode in the show notes or on my social media pages, either on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Be sure to tune in again next week. And as I said at the beginning of the show, we have been inundated with women wanting to come on the show as guests. So we have got the weeks booked ahead. So you're going to be meeting and hearing from the most amazing women over the next 10 weeks, 12 weeks leading up to Christmas. So be sure to come back and tune in next week. As always, I really appreciate you guys giving me your time to listen to the radio show. Uh, Reach out to me and follow me on any of the social media pages, Kick-Ass Women or Joe Sainsbury. And or you can send me an email at jody at kickasswomen.com.au. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and the radio show. Well, that's it. That's all for today's show. Thanks for your company and for listening to Kick-Ass Radio. It's not goodbye, but see you later. Stay safe and well and go crush it. Keep in touch, POSCOMS. And also, I'll also post up the link to Michelle Miller's TEDx talk for you. Okay, thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Kick-Ass Radio, where we kick goals and deliver empowering conversations for women. Want to hear more from Kick-Ass Women and Joe Sainsbury? Visit the Kick-Ass Women website or follow Kick-Ass Women on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. See you on the next episode of Kick-Ass Radio.